0: This week, VMware escapes, that's right, and other such vulnerabilities. Um, CCleaner has had some issues that we'll discuss. 2.3 million users uh, were uh, infected, according to that study and that associated breach. Chrome to label FTP sites insecure. Equifax... Is in the news. They had some replacements by some key of some key staff members. Rogue WordPress plugins. That's right. We'll talk about it in this segment. And our expert commentary this week, how a pretty popular WordPress plugin was found to be vulnerable. Um, the U.S. is not the only country affected by the Equifax breach. So that's two, two Equifax stories for the price of one and we'll discuss some quantum computing and the risks that are posed by it jason wood is of course here with us today to talk about the expert commentary on our story on the wordpress plugin all that and more on this episode of hack naked news this is security weekly for security professionals by security professionals Broadcasting live from G Unit Studios in Rhode Island, it's the show that brings you the security news each week. And despite popular belief, we do wear pants. It's Hack Naked News. Most of the organizations I work with, they, they have, have released, yes, you read it, actually do. The original Linux kernel. So I hope everybody has their resistance built up. Brought to you by... Do you have a website, an external presence, employees, an office? Any of these things can be compromised and attacked. How are you defending these assets? Have you penetration tested these public assets? Start 2017 by taking a proactive approach to securing your vulnerable areas. Black Hills Information Security has been helping companies find their weaknesses since 2008. Email consulting at blackhillsinfosec.com and see how they can help you sleep better at night. Make sure your team is prepared to fight off the latest cybersecurity threat. IT Pro TV is the resource to keep you and your IT team skills up to date. You can stream IT Pro TV's courses live and on demand worldwide, so there's no need to send staff to off-site training. Their team solution provides access to a supervisor portal for full control over your team's training schedule and group analytics. Go to ITpro.tv forward slash hack and use the code HN30 to try it free for seven days and receive 30% off your monthly membership for the lifetime of your active subscription. To learn more about IT Pro TV's team solution, sign up for a free demo of their supervisor portal. Welcome everyone to Hack Naked News. That's right, it's episode 141. It's September 18th, 2017. I'm of course your host Paul Asadorian in G Unit Studios. Getting ready for some announcements and then some news. The announcements go to itpro.tv forward slash hack naked. Try it free for seven days. Get 30% off the monthly membership for the lifetime of your active subscription. Sign up for the supervisor portal. Have your employer get you training, manage your training experience. Find out more at itpro.tv forward slash hack naked. We're doing a webcast tomorrow, Tuesday, September 19th, from 4 to 5 Eastern Time, because endpoints are a breeding ground for malware and malicious payloads. But you've got to determine which product might be the most successful for you. John Strand and I will talk about things like deployment capability, scope, maintenance, and resilience. Or is it a mix of everything? We'll talk about that, and then Endgame will present, uh, Mike Nichols will weigh in on their point of view from Endgame. Make sure you go register securityweekly.com forward slash endgame. And now, the security news. VMware has patched a bug that allows guests to execute code on the host. That's right. Last Friday, VM reported this escape vulnerability, as well as many others, in its product line, as discovered by independent researchers. The vulnerability that allows an attacker to jump from guest to host affects Windows version 6.5 of vCenter server, version 6.5 of ESXi but not version 6.0 and 5.5. It also affects version 12.x of VMware Workstation and version 8.x of VMware Fusion which is their Mac product. Uh, Patches have been made available so make sure you get patching because you don't want to escape vulnerabilities in your VMware architecture. Warning has been issued by Avast that CCleaner has been hacked and used to distribute malware to over 2.3 million users. The Hacker News reported that CCleaner has been backdoored in a supply chain attack. I'm quoting, If you've downloaded or updated CCleaner application on your computer between August 15th and September 12th of this year... Uh, From its official website, pay attention, your computer has been compromised. CCleaner is a popular application with over 2 billion downloads. It was created by Piriform and recently acquired by Avast that allows users to clean up their system to optimize and enhance performance. Cisco's Talos team discovered that Avast servers hosting this software were compromised and the real software was replaced by the attacker's own version. Never a good thing. Um, over two million people may have downloaded this tainted version and must reinstall a clean version. Or presumably, by after removing the backdoored version, uh, cases like this, a complete reinstall is probably what I would recommend, or restore from a clean backup because you you do have you do have one of those, right? We hope. Okay, Chrome to label FTP sites insecure. Most major distributions most notably Linux, such as Debian and the kernel itself hosted at kernel.org, have stopped offering FTP access to software. Uh, Chrome's team has also uh, decided to stop supporting it in the browser itself for any remaining projects that might still be using the ancient FTP protocol, which was actually uh, documented and discovered and created in 1971 which is kind of interesting. HTTPS, of course, is not perfect, but it does offer significant security advantages over the FTP protocol. And it's a good move from uh, Google's Chrome team, in my opinion, Take some of those uh, decisions out of the hand uh, of users. In Equifax news, Equifax, Equifax has replaced key staff members post-breach. An announcement was made by Equifax that it is replacing the CSO and CIO roles In the company following one of the largest breaches in recent times, Uh, Susan Malden, chief security officer, uh, is listed as retired and was replaced by Russ Ayers in an interim role, while chief information officer David Webb uh, has left and was replaced by Mark Rawasser in an interim capacity, the firm said. Now, folks, don't read too much into this. It's likely just a PR move. We don't have the full picture of what happened. We weren't there. We don't have the firsthand information. Uh, And rather than blaming individuals, uh, I lean towards blaming the entire organization and lack thereof of a security culture present in the organization. That, in everything that I've read likely uh, was the thing that you want to blame in terms of a breach, especially one of this magnitude. Um, The rogue rogue WordPress plugin has allowed spam injection. This is one reason really to to block all the ads in in, in your browser, which most of us do anyhow. However, ThreatPost has reporting, and I quote, a popular WordPress plugin called Display Widgets uh, running on 200,000 sites was removed from the official WordPress.org plugin repository after researchers discovered the plugin had a backdoor that was injecting spam ads into victim sites. According to researchers at Wordfence, Wordfence, who publicly disclosed the rogue plugin on Tuesday, the backdoor has been present in Display Widgets version 6.1 and version 6 uh, version 6, 2.6.1 and version 2.6.3 for approximately three months. According to researchers, the plugin had been removed four times from WordPress.org repository for similar offenses back in June. It's very clear that the lack of process still at WordPress for vetting WordPress plugins is lacking. I would love to see human and automated approach to discovering bugs in these plugins as it represents such a large portion of the internet website infrastructure. Uh, Last update on the Equifax breach for this week is Equifax confirms up to 400,000 UK consumers are at risk after the data breach. Hey, welcome to the club, our friends across the pond, I say. A statement was posted by Equifax UK website, uh, which previously has made no mention of the hack, which was discovered in July by the company, confirmed that around 400,000 UK citizens have been affected in this data breach. So, hey, welcome to the club. Uh, quantum computing poses risks by cryptography and uh, to cryptography and bitcoin i suppose the threat of cracking bitcoin is a concern however equally or maybe even more concerning is the potential ability of quantum computing to crack pki which of course we use a lot although i think we're a ways away from that although closer and closer as time goes on I'm no uh, expert in this subject matter. We have had guests that have' uh, talked about quantum computing. However, if you're curious, I love the descriptions because they just sound really awesome. A quote from the article: "Quantum computing is very different from current forms of silicon-based computing. The allure of quantum computing is that it can make use of quantum states of matter, including subatomic particles, entangle- subatomic partle- in- particle entanglement, and superposition to achieve massive." processing power i'll let you chew on that while we take a short break and come back with expert commentator expert commentator jason wood has your network been breached Cyber Reason can help you answer this question. Cyber Reason products hunt for threats within your network and eliminate them in real time. To Cyber Reason, real time means within seconds. Founded by former military hackers who don't play by the rules, they've built this experience into their platform. Harness ingenuity and imagination, not just code, to defeat attackers. Cyber Reason. Disrupt the adversary and let the hunt begin. Welcome back, everyone. B-Sides Connecticut is a day-long information security uh, conference in Southington, Connecticut, Southington, Connecticut, thank you, on October 7th, 2017. Now, here's the thing. They're going to have lots of cool stuff there, including a CTF, but... Due to an incredible response, the general admission tickets are sold out. There is a waiting list. Go to org. find out more about the conference, get on that waiting list. Or if you're interested in sponsoring, they do have sponsorship packages available. And given the conference is sold out, might be pretty good. Those sponsorship uh, packages do come with tickets. org. SANS Hackfest happening November 13th through the 20th. Make sure you check out uh, the entire conference, including the two-day summit, which it consists of talks from those in the information security field. That particular portion of the two days of talks of the SANS HackFest, you can go to sands.org forward slash HackFest17. Use the discount code HackFest17 and save $300 off your two-day HackFest Summit with that discount code. Now I'd like to turn it over to Jason Wood for the expert commentary today. We're going to talk more about this WordPress plugin that was exploited.
1: That's correct. Yeah, uh, both you and I noticed this, uh, this article here about the Display Widgets plugin. And it actually initially stood out to me because I used it a couple of years back on something. So when I saw the name in the post, it was like, hey, wait, that's, uh, that's familiar to me. The idea behind the plugin is you know you've got diff- what they call widgets, and WordPress allows you to display or put content in various places. And the display widgets plugin allowed you to customize that a little bit, put your own stuff um, in these placeholders. As a result, it was pretty popular, and um, and I was kind of curious, you know, what what went on that all of a sudden this plugin, which was fine presumably before, now suddenly had trouble. And uh, Wordfence followed up with another blog post where they did some digging because they had the same question. Uh, it turns out the original author of Display Widgets is a lady named uh, Stephanie Wells, and she and her husband have a, a business in part that was supporting the free version of this plugin that they had created. And in June, uh, I believe on June 21st, yeah, June 21st, they were contacted. Uh, via a message saying, "Hey, I would be interested in buying this plugin off of you." Um, if you go to the Wordfence blog post, which I have linked in the in the show notes, um, the the person who made this offer came back and said, "Hey, we're trying to build up our our plugin of repos- or our repository plugins that we own to uh, improve our existing business, and rather than rolling all their own, they decided to buy some." So fair enough um they the stephanie and her husband decided this wasn't you know part of their core business and so they decided sure we'll go ahead and sell it they sold the plugin actually uh for a reasonably substantial amount of money $15,000 for a free free plugin um and which i thought was interesting with what transpired next as soon as this person who bought it named was mason souza souza mhm Not sure how you pronounce that. Anyhow, they immediately they (laughs) exactly they immediately updated the plugin, so they were ready to go Uh, the same day the transaction was done. They updated the plugin uh, to a new version that started downloading software to their uh, to the server actually um, without the user's knowledge. Um, This was reported a couple of days later by another word plugin developer who noticed it. And that's where they went through the process of adding and removing them several times. Some of the things that I thought were interesting about this were one, um, well, first you have this plugin that somebody spent fifteen thousand dollars to buy, uh, so that they could spread spam.
0: So that was their that was their intent, Jason. They basically bought this plugin, and as soon as they the transaction was complete, they put code inside this plugin that was then harvesting some information from uh, everyone who installed it. Was that kind of how it started?
1: So it started out just downloading stuff. So it looked like it was doing some geolocation stuff. There was a report of it downloading a 38-megabyte geolocation Mm
0: -hmm. database
1: um, as well as some other code. Eventually, it ended up with a backdoor being put inside of what was supposed to be a geolocation-related page. The name of it was like geolocation.php or something. Um, What I thought was interesting, the spam as it was reported, was coming back to payday loans. Uh, uh, advertising for for you to go out and get your payday loan. Well, it turns out that uh, as Wordfence did some digging into Mason Souza, um, sure enough, he is the only officer of a payday loan company oh. inside the UK, and has been there since 2014. Apparently.
0: So no wait, what, what's a what's a payday loan?
1: So payday loan is this. I'm sure you've seen them around your neighborhoods, where you know get an advance on your paycheck. You come in and you. Post date a check for $600, let's say, um, or $300 as of uh, a week from now, and they give you $200. Oh, I see. And so you get a couple hundred bucks, and then they charge you this outrageous interest, if you want to call that, call it interest. Uh, It's more like a mugging to me. Mm. Uh, You know, some of these things are over 100% interest. Um, So it's absolutely insane. So they let
0: you take the advance, and then you have to pay it back plus. Plus some.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, plus quite a lot of some. Uh, so not only is this person uh, who bought this has gone out and started, um, you know, injecting spam into people's websites without their authorization, right? He's doing it in a way that benefits his other, his payday loan business. It turns out that he owns a number of other plugins. There was one that they talked about that uh, uh, was it a 404 to 301 mm-hmm. redirect plug in. Uh, to fix some some four or provide some messaging on a four hundred four error. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, I, I I just thought this was a new way of going about spreading some of your malicious stuff. We're not going to compromise the server. We're just going to buy a plugin that's already popular, yeah. has a good reputation, and we're going to start injecting stuff. Oddly enough, to benefit their other business on the side, um, <clears throat> also giving them as as Wordfence is calling this as a backdoor. Into your system, um, so definitely a different way to compromise a, a server um, and, and spread spam. the uh, The frightening, not frightening, I suppose. It's not shocking, but the idea is that you know, we WordPress is incredibly popular. People say, "Hey, you got to keep your WordPress plugins up to date," yeah. so that because it's a prime attack vector. Um, But here you are getting your WordPress plugins directly from WordPress's repository, and it's coming pre-owned for you. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: kind of a a backwards way of thinking, right? Like, I want to keep my WordPress plugins up to date, but in updating it, ownership has changed hands. Malicious code has been injected. So now my job is, well, not only do I have to keep them up to date, but I got to audit the code to make sure new code wasn't uh, introduced that's going to cause some insecurity or instability or w- whatever the condition is that's a negative condition. That's right. not always what we've recommended that's <laughs> bad. I think yeah, that's why I called for a public or even privately held system in which we can maybe do that on an automated basis or maybe with some human interaction. I think, always thought that would be a great service. I don't know if services exist like that and basically plug-in vetting and on a continued basis for WordPress.
1: Yeah, that would be interesting to do. I mean, there's certainly tools out there to do analysis yeah. on on PHP code. Um, I, unfortunately, you know, WordPress uh, doesn't do that. They they look at it and say, you know, there are certain behaviors that they require that plugins take. But even then, they don't necessarily vet that.
0: Yeah, it's hard um, to vet, right? I mean, it's like a, an Apple Store or a Google yeah. Play Store, right? It's tough to, to vet and discover that. Like, just the act of downloading something necessarily isn't by it, in and of itself malicious. But in this case the re- end result was and how do you do that right yeah and, and you know this is
1: a little bit what's awkward about this as well i mean you're going to have some you know hey i've been using this plugin for a year or two right i'm comfortable with it i know how it works yep oh surprise uh it's not even like you've made a uh, you made some decision that you put yourself at risk um recently um so, yeah, I like your idea about putting the you know having WordPress do some kind of validation and vetting of their plugins uh, some maybe somebody could provide some tools to help out with that process that would be fabulous I mean WordPress is a huge part of the the web presence online as you commented earlier and um, you know boost up your security monitoring I mean I'd be looking at file integrity monitoring as well as looking at your plugin updates on what they're doing. Um, you know if there's significant changes to a plugin structure all of a sudden um, that 's something I would want to know what What was it before and what 's going on now
0: well that that 's some great advice and it, it speaks to your your background and in what you do Jace. part of what you do right is it, it looking at yeah. threat hunting like all of a sudden you 've got your web server right it 's got whatever it 's doing for traffic a plugin updates you don 't really know that a plugin updated necessarily, but at some point now you 've mentioned it like downloads a thirty eight meg uh, database. Is, it, is that what you said?
1: Yeah, that was one of the comments. Yeah, right, so the, that could
0: be the, the anomalous, is. right? Like, all of a sudden, why is this process downloading that much data, whereas before that it, it didn't? And that can be some things to look for. Uh, and that's very much like a threat hunting uh, kind of indicator. I like it. Yep. Now, so, we can do that uh, yeah. as enterprises if, you know, you're just maintaining some WordPress sites that necessarily isn't in your, <laughs> in your repertoire of things that you're, you're looking for. But for enterprises, uh, that's something that you can do.
1: Yep. The, uh, the frightening thing about this, of course, is WordPress is built up their following around it being really easy mm-hmm. and non-technical, which means the vast majority of people who are going to be impacted by this right. are folks really without the tools, skills, or anything like that to do that, yep. um, which is where I think it really does put the burden back to WordPress to, to do something. Absolutely.
0: Well, Jason Wood, thank you very much for your expert commentary Thanks. today. Thanks everyone for listening and watching. We'll see everyone next time on Hack Naked News.